Our final question for today is 404. What else is required for an authentic human society? Authentic human society requires respect for justice, a just hierarchy of values, and the subordination of material and instinctual dimensions to interior and spiritual ones. In particular, where sin has perverted the social climate, it is necessary to call for the conversion of hearts and for the grace of God to obtain social changes that may really serve each person and the whole person. Charity, which requires and makes possible the practice of justice, is the greatest social commandment. For my personal reflection today, I will cover questions 401 through 404. In the book of Genesis, we read the creation story where God made Adam. And immediately after that, he said, It is not good that man should be alone, so I will make him a helper fit for him. So by design, God made us like himself, like the Holy Trinity, a community. A community of three persons, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, but one God. So we are created in that image of the Holy Trinity. And we are called to live out that communal dimension in order to attain our salvation. That is, while personal holiness is necessary, it alone cannot lead us to God. We are saved as both as individuals, but also as a community of believers who received the salvific gift given to us freely by Christ. In fact, our communal responsibilities extend beyond our community of believers to all of mankind. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says, Love of neighbor is inseparable from love of God. So if we say we love God but we don't love our neighbor, then we are not being truthful. As human beings, we can lead a fruitful life only by serving our fellow human beings in a society. In a just society, the people are united by common principles that benefit the good of the entire community and not just certain individuals or certain groups within the community. But the cooperation within the community is a result of the love and belonging that the persons have towards one another. And they do this for the sake of God. The spiritual should be higher than the material. As an example, in the family, many sacrifices are made by the parents for the good of the family members and for the children and for the overall well-being of the family. The principle of subsidiarity says that a community of a higher order should always support the community of lower order to function well and to not interfere with it or to dominate it, um, but rather to serve it. The servant leadership that Jesus himself modeled for us at the Last Supper by washing the feet of his apostles is what the principle of subsidiarity reinforces. In fact, we can read in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 1883 to 1885, that the principle of subsidiarity 
according to which a community of a higher order should not interfere in the internal life of a community of a lower order depriving the latter of its functions but rather should support it in case of need and help to coordinate its activity with the activities of the rest of society always with a view to the common good and the real common good is holiness holiness of the individuals within the community as well as of the community as a whole and in uh, 1885 we read the principle of subsidiarity is opposed to all forms of collectivism it sets limits for state intervention it aims at harmonizing the relationships between individuals and societies it tends towards the establishment of true international order and there should be a total respect for human freedom and for free will when we uh, operate in this mode and the principle of subsidiarity needs to be uh, honored and followed in just societies in order for the society to flourish the individual in the society needs to experience fulfillment of their individual vocation you know often it's a charity begins at home and that is very true according to maslow he uh, we have five uh, needs the psych- physiological safety love esteem and self actualization and the catechism of the catholic church in 1886 it says in order to attain the fulfillment of human vocation respect must be accorded to the just hierarchy of values which subordinates physical and instinctual dimensions to interior and spiritual ones interior and spiritual should be given higher priority and further uh, we read in that same paragraph that human society must primarily be considered something pertaining to the spiritual through it in the bright light of truth men should share their knowledge be able to exercise their rights and fulfill their obligations be inspired to spirit to seek spiritual values mutually derive genuine pleasure from the beautiful of whatever order it be always be readily disposed to pass on to others the best of their own cultural heritage and eagerly strive to make their own the spiritual achievements of others these benefits not only influence but at the same time give aim and scope to all that has been bearing on cultural expressions economic and social institutions political movements and forms laws and all other structures by which society is outwardly established and constantly developed we know that the spiritual conversion of individuals and conversion of society is essential and has a great impact on political economic social and cultural dimensions of the society and ultimately the lives of the individuals in those societies and their fulfillment of their vocations society and communities must promote virtues and virtuous living of individuals when sin is normalized in society there is a grave danger for the souls of the individuals to perish we must never do an inversion of means and end example during the french revolution the common man who was suffering greatly from lack of basic economic conditions revolted against the monarchy while it was a just cause 
be the means used was violent and unjust and it killed numerous people for perceived royalty to the king of france including many poor priests and religious who were actually serving the poor in france were killed and sent to the guillotine people thought they were doing good but they were actually breaking god's commandments so we should always be vigilant to not inverse means and ends in 1887 of the catechism of the catholic church we read the inversion of means and ends which results in giving the value of ultimate end to what is only a means for attaining it or in viewing persons as mere means to that end and genders unjust structures which make christian conduct in keeping with the commandments of the divine lawgiver difficult and almost impossible and in 1888 we read without the help of grace men would not know how to discern the often narrow path between the covetous which gives into evil and the violence which under the illusion of fighting evil only makes it worse so the narrow path lies in the middle and that narrow path only the grace of god and the path of charity can help us find that and it is grounded in the love of god and the love of neighbor in conclusion we need to pursue personal holiness but always with and alongside with our fellow human beings and not in isolation we are responsible for each other we are responsible for our family members for the salvation of ourselves our family members and for the societies in which we live we always pursue holiness in solidarity with others even if we pray in solitude we are praying for the needs of those in our communities and we are praying for the needs of the world at large and we do small acts of charity beginning with our homes and extending out into our communities as our circumstances permit as a catholic faith community of over 1.2 billion people around the world we need to have a deep understanding of the societal dimension of our faith and be able to live out the common principles that unite us so we can achieve holiness not only as individuals but as a faith community and as the society as at large that's my reflection for today i hope you have a blessed day everyone and thank you for listening